Yo, I'm Luke with Offball Thoughts, and today we're going to be talking about my top 10 favorite non-statistical basketball skills, aka the intangibles of basketball. These 10 skills I love, and I recommend everyone should try and pick up on while watching NBA games. Before we get forward into that, however, there's a lot of discussion about player rankings in the NBA, and I love these kinds of conversations. But if I see one more sports Instagram account talk about recency bias after looking it up in the dictionary, I'm going to freak out. Like, we get it. Players play better recently, and you remember recent events better, but stop talking about it. Okay, thank you. All right, starting off at number one, but in no particular order, we have setting off-ball screens. This is a really good way to play team basketball because it allows many players to get open while not directly influencing the ball handler. If you want to pick up on this, I recommend watching the Thunder and look out specifically for Steven Adams. He loves to do this. Number two, cutting backdoor. So this is a key skill for all bench players to learn, and the two bench players who really exemplify this are Rajon Rondo and Alex Caruso on the Los Angeles Lakers. You can get very open and confuse the defense, and your coach will see that you're a heads-up player with a real feel for the game. Additionally, if you play any form of basketball, learn how to cut back door, and you'll get many more passes to yourself. Number three, defensive rotations. If you're a coach or someone who appreciates defense, defensive schemes, this is the cream of the crop. A player may pick up on you and a guy in the paint will close out on a corner player while the defender in the other corner goes into the paint switching around and stepping up defensively everywhere. Number one, this shows amazing team chemistry and it shows a high IQ team. Take notes of Spurs defensive rotations and if you want to see the best defensive rotations look at the Kawhi Leonard led Spurs and then if you want a more current one still look at the Spurs but also check out the Bucks defensive rotations they're really good. Number four, non-statistical defense. Uh, Dennis the Menace Rodman won two Defensive Player of the Years while averaging less than one block and one steal per game. And that seems relatively low, but if you watch how he played defense, he made it nearly impossible to either get the ball up or to pass out, which results in a lot of non-statistical stops. Um, What this means is they'd have to pass out, they would get turnovers, and these stats weren't, there's no, there were no advanced stats back then that could really pick up on that. A current example is the current Defensive Player of the Year, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He averaged over one block and over one steal, but he really plays good defense without having it show up in the stats. He can influence where the ball goes. He can cut you off. Very high IQ defense. Number five is taking charges. There's one player in the NBA who takes significantly more charges than anybody else, and that's Ursan Ilyasova on the Milwaukee Bucks. He stops plays all the time and he's literally broken his nose three times because of how many charges he takes and a charge is a really good way to turn over the ball while playing great defense and it's a very smart move to do but you need to be a very skilled defensive player to do that number six boxing out big men like Andre Drummond and Dwight Howard love to do this this year I've seen Nikola Josic also do it they spread their arms crouch and brace for the fight for rebounds and then it immediately becomes much easier to snag them Number seven, hustle. One guy, Marcus Smart. Pat Beverly, get out of the way. Study Marcus Smart tapes. He sacrifices his body every single game. He fights on defense and on offense, and he'll always play hard until the last seconds. Number eight, sort of similar, hard play always. 
Certain players seem to have unlimited engines. Two players come to mind are LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. Take note of every second of each game. They fight, fight, fight. Number nine is probably the most famous and tangible, the clutch gene. Damian Lillard actually killed Paul George with his series-ending game winner. Take Taking that last-second shot is something a select amount of players have, and God, is it remarkable. What will really set out an amazing player is if they have the clutch gene, and that's super important to be in the finals and in any last-second scenarios. Number 10 is different, and I'll explain why. Killer instinct. My example of a player who's super clutch but doesn't necessarily have the killer instinct is LeBron James. We know he'll hit last-second shots and he'll make great passes to score, but he, he's not a player who will decimate the opposing team. These are the players who can sense the shift. They can see the balance and see the momentum change, and they act upon it. Kobe and MJ were killers, and they could decimate the opposing team. And there's going to be some current examples here who are not nearly on that same level. Don't worry. But the current players who have a killer instinct, to name a few, are Jamal Murray and Kawhi Leonard. We all saw what Kawhi did against the 76ers in Game 7, and we saw how Jamal Murray this playoffs played super well and super clutch when his team needed it most. All right, that's Luke with Off-Ball Thoughts. Check out the next pod, The One True Ring. I think you guys know where I'm getting at that, and stay safe. Thank you.